Jesus, we thank you this morning. We are grateful. What a joy to be in your presence. We thank you, Father, that there is no better place to be than to be with you. I pray for each and every man, woman, and child in this place. Lord, I pray may you touch their life. May you transform us. We pray for many who are watching through television, Father, over the internet. We ask by the power of the Holy Spirit that you will touch their life and transform them. We are grateful, Father, for this opportunity to gather once more and celebrate this new season together in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again. May the Lord bless you. Today, we are teaching on the territorial church. We don't have much time to teach, but uh, I've been saying and challenging us that possibly we need the whole remaining five months to teach on the territorial church because the church of Jesus Christ, we, there is much that we can teach, there is much that we can do for us to understand what is the call of God upon us and upon the nations as we continue with the in, uh, intent to fulfill the mission of God. So the subject for our teaching this morning, a short teaching, is territorial church. Can you tell your neighbor territorial church? Hallelujah. When we started, we said we want to plant churches everywhere and anywhere. We want our church to be on each and every street corner. We must buy the McDonald's out. Amen. Amen. I said we must buy the McDonald's out. Amen. Amen. You know, so... We are believing the Lord for that, that God will help us. Uh, if you come from the township, like I come from the township, we said we want our churches to be like a Shebin or a Spaza shop. You know Shebin? You are too quiet. Oh, you don't know Shebin? Oh, you are city people. Okay. In other words, as they mushroom, we must mushroom as well. Amen. We must keep up with the pace of change so that our nation doesn't decay but becomes better. Amen. So we are talking about territorial church. Can we go together to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 9 and verse 10? And I read, it says, In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth, as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. So we have declared this new year as the year where we say, may your kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Hallelujah. Can you say, your kingdom come? Can you say it again? Your kingdom come. Your will be done upon my life as it is in heaven. May your kingdom come Say it again. May your kingdom come upon my life, upon my family, as it is in heaven. Amen. Shake your hand, the hand of your neighbor and say, you have done well. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When we talk about the kingdom, simply it gives us an understanding. In essence, the scriptures we have read, the two lines... That brings, if we talk a territorial church, it says, your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. This is our prayer that the kingdom of God may flourish in our own life first and be extended to the lives of others that we live with. That the nations of the world may become a better place. Amen. Now the word kingdom simply means 
to reign and to rule. Hallelujah. The word in Hebrew is malkat, which is M-A-L-K-U-T. It simply means to rule and to reign. And as well, it denotes a kingdom territory or an area of rule that the king has. Now, when we say, your kingdom come, we are saying to the Lord, may the age of your rule come upon our life and within the space of our life, that that which God intended may be manifested upon our life. Amen. Now, when we talk about a kingdom, it simply means there is a king. So all of us are dumbs. If there is a king, then we must be dumbs. Isn't it? Yeah. There is a king, and we are part of the subject of that kingdom. We, we are called to bring the kingdom like an ambassador. A good example will be most of us speak English. And it's not about the choice we had in terms of languages. But a good example will be the, the, the United Kingdom when they colonized everybody else. You see, we have been colonized. We speak English. Can you tell anybody you speak English? You have been colonized. You see, when the kingdom come, they take over the culture, the traditions, and the everyday life. In other words, everything change. Look at your clothes. Tell your neighbor, look at you. Oh, an African. Tell them, an African. Wow. Wow. You see, the way we are dressed tells us how far we have moved, isn't it? Because when the kingdom comes, the kingdom influences everything. Language, traditions, and cultures are going to be transformed and changed. So when, when these kingdoms came to Africa and any other part of the world, they make us to speak their language. Now if we say to God, may your kingdom come, May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are saying to God, come and invade us that our culture and traditions may change for the good. Hallelujah. So our desire in 2017, 2018 is to say to the Lord, we want to see the effects of your good kingdom coming upon our life, firstly, and affecting our own families are affecting our neighborhood and are affecting nations. Now, in the New Testament, the word kingdom simply means sovereignty. It as well means, there is a common word we use, royal powers, that somebody, or dominion, to have dominion. When you rule, you have dominion. But something interesting about the kingdom is that there is a throne that decrees are given. So, even though they might have law, writers, and so forth, they, they reign through a decree. The king is the, the, the final word. In other words, it doesn't matter what the legislature, if it does exist, the king might overrule and say, this is what we want. But in terms of us as Christians, already it is written. Can you tell anybody it is written? How we should conduct 
and live our life daily. And because it is written, God desires that his kingdom may come so that that which God intended from the beginning to prosper us, to establish us, to firm us, to make us to move forward, all that has already been included in the scriptures. Amen. So when you say, may your kingdom come, what you are saying to God, I want all the good that you have to come into my life. The scripture tells us, the Bible says, Christ became poor so that through his poverty, we may become rich. So for the kingdom to come is for us to carry over the mandate that has been given through Christ that may manifest in our life. May the Lord bless you. I've got four points. I'll be done in no time so that we look into the other business of the day. Number one, the kingdom of God is a sphere of God's rule. When you say, we want your kingdom come, we want God to come and rule. We give him the space or allow the influence of the word of God upon our life, the life of Christ to influence our life. The book of Psalms 22 verse 28. The kingdom of God is the sphere where God rules. Most of us say we are children of God, but in terms of practice and behavior, we are doing something totally opposite to the motto or the life of the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. Psalms 22, 20, uh, 28, it says, For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. Hallelujah. May the spirit of the kingdom of God come upon your life. Amen. You see, the kingdom of this world has a spirit as well. The manifestation of that spirit is decay. Wherever there is decay, you know there is Satan in it. Wherever you see destruction, the Bible tells us uh, in the book of John 10, 10, the first part of the verse, Jesus is talking, it says, Satan has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's the motto of the kingdom of darkness. When it manifests itself, the main intent is to make sure that no good thing comes upon your life. But here we learn that if we allow the sphere of God to come upon our life, the influence of the scriptures, the word of God, the teaching of Christ to influence our life, then the kingdom of heaven will come upon our life. Hallelujah. I think we have come out of winter, isn't it? I don't hear any aircon going, you know. Or they are too silent. May the Lord bless us. Secondly, the kingdom is preached with intent. And the example I used was the same United Kingdom. They, they didn't grow by, by just being in Europe and staying there. They grew by intent. They grew by what? By intent. The kingdom of God grows by intent. The advancement of the kingdom grows by intent. In other words, it takes your will to make it grow. It takes your intent to make it happen. The same way if you look at your life, your own family, if it's going to succeed, it's going to take you to put yourself into it. These things don't grow automatically, but it is us who gives ourselves to it. The book of Matthew chapter 11, verse 11 and 12. It says, Surely I say to you, among those born of a woman, 
There's not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Praise the Lord. Now here, here the Bible tells us that John the Baptist is the most powerful prophet that has ever lived. But Jesus is giving us an insight that we, the new generation that has come, is as, 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 as the scripture says, says there's no greater prophet than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Praise the Lord. May the power of the Holy Spirit come upon your life. Listen to this. It says here, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. You see, there is no advancement without intent. And if we say your kingdom come, it simply means we are declaring war against powers of darkness. We are coming against principalities and powers, spirit of wickedness in heavenly places. We are coming to our neighborhood that our neighborhood will not decay, that our people will not die in darkness, that we are going to put our life on the line to find and to hold the territory and to advance it. So we are declaring war. We are declaring what? We are, we are declaring war. If we say your kingdom come, it means another kingdom must be displaced. It means somebody who used to rule must be deposed. The norm must change. There must be a new norm. You cannot continue the same way. What we are saying is that we cannot continue the way we have done things even in time past. Why? Because the kingdom has come. When the kingdom come, then the violent take it by force. We are, we are going to advance and make sure that Satan has no place in our cities, in our towns, and in our villages in Jesus' name. I expected your big amen. amen. Praise the Lord. It takes an intent to move forward. You want to be great? You must be up to the fight. You want a great family? You must be up to the fight. If, if the kingdom of God is going to come into your family, I tell you, you have to fight. If the kingdom of God is going to manifest at your workplace, it will mean there must be an intent from... It's not going to happen by auto, automatic, no. If the university campus is going to change, it means somebody has to take the intent. This university campus is going to change. Praise the Lord. When you read the book of Acts chapter 17... There is a man there, I think his name is Demirius. He's, he, he goes to one of the magistrates and complains and says to him, you see, there are people who have come. These people, wherever they, they have been, they have turned cities upside down. Now, that is a territorial church. When you talk about territorial church, the ability to come in, transform culture, traditions, and way of life for people to take a new culture and new tradition. This man was complaining that they were not able anymore to make idols because they were worshipping Diana, the goddess of Ephesus. So 
When they realized, when Paul preached the gospel, everything stopped. People stopped worshipping idols. I said people stopped worshipping idols. Why? Because a new culture has come in. People understood these things are not gods. They are made by human hands. They have no mouths. Am I talking to somebody? Paul, in the book of Acts, the Bible, the Bible tells us when this man was giving testimony, he says, he says, these are the ones who have turned cities upside down. What used to happen is no longer happening. May this be your story in the name of Jesus. May this power come upon your life in the name of Jesus. May you move with the supernatural power of God in your workspace in the name of Jesus. You know, the Bible says, until the time of John the Baptist, there's no one who has been greater. But the Bible says, but the least in the kingdom. Now, you have to understand when it says the least in the kingdom. Because the least in the kingdom takes it by force. The, the ones that you think will not make it, they are the ones who advance in the kingdom. Hallelujah. The kingdom moves forcefully when there is an intent. People don't become Christians because they are born in the family. I know most of us will say we are Christians because my mother was a Christian. That's not how you become a Christian. You are not born into Christianity. I'm not somebody. It's an intent. There must be a fight to have the life that is super. And God intends that you may have a good life. The book of uh, Jeremiah 29 tells us that. It says, God said, I have a good life for your life. Not to harm you, but to do what? To prosper you. To get that prosperous life, somebody must fight for it. You know, even though you are a Christian and you are praying and you are interceding, you can't pass your exams unless you fight. This thing is not osmosis. Is that fine? It takes an intent to pray. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will remind you all things. You must first read. You must first do what? Read. So that the Holy Spirit will do what? Will remind you all things. How can you be reminded of things you don't know? So the kingdom is taken by force. And we are saying to Satan, we are declaring a confrontation. We want the territory and we are going to take it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was a good space for amen there. Number three, the ministry is fueled and supported consistently. Or the kingdom of God is fueled and supported consistently by its subjects. There is no advancement without resource. I said there is no advancement without resource. Many years ago, I met one man who met me, and he said to me, you are doing very well. And I said, it's true, we are, we are doing very well. And he was asking me, he says, who in America is supporting you? And I knew I, I've met another African. This one is not a Christian, it's what? Is an African. He's used to aid. He's used to what? He's used to what? Aid. He's used to what? Aid. 
We specialize in that. So when, when he started to talk, I knew where he was going. He says, you can't have so much space. I've already, I think already has, has investigated how much it will cost per square meter. And so I looked at him. I said, the just shall live by faith. The kingdom is taken by force. Yes. There are others who are dying of hunger, yet they have better skills. Life is funny, isn't it? Highly skilled, but dying of what? Hunger. The violent take it by force. Can't tell you anybody, the violent takes it by force. We said the, 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 the kingdom is fueled by support and consistently supported by its subjects. Luke chapter 8, verse 1 to 3. Luke chapter 8, verse 1 to 3. The kingdom is advancing. We are building an eternal kingdom that has an impact here on earth. So earth must become the colony of heaven. God says, let us make men in our own image, in our own likeness. Let them have dominion. So we are fighting to get our place back because this is our place. Am I talking to somebody? You remember the song the children sing? This is our time. Eh? This is our time. This is our what? This is our time. So if this is our time, we're going to give our life for it. We're going to surrender our life for it. Luke 8, verse 1 to 3. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. May you receive the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And the twelve were with him. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had, of, oh, sorry, Mary Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons, and Johanna, the wife of Cusa, Herod Stuart, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him from their substance. Can we read the whole together? Can you look at your screen? Can we read together? One to go. Can we go to verse 1, please? You guys, are you in church? No, I mean the guys who are controlling. Thank you. Can we go? One to go. Soon afterwards, he was traveling from one town and village to another, preaching and telling the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him. Verse 2. And also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and sickness. Mary, called Magdalene, seven demons had come out of her. Joanna, the wife of Cusa, Herod, Stuart, Susanna, and many others who were supporting. They were, Jesus was supported by others. I can quote the prophets in the days past. The kingdom cannot advance without resource. Jesus was preaching. He was with the 12. And guess what? Don't remove verse 3, please. Leave it on the screen. Jesus 
was preaching and he was with the 12 and he had others. The Bible says, Johanna, the wife of Cusa, Herod, Stuart, Susanna, and many others were supporting them from their positions. The kingdom of God is not going to move forward until you support it with your... So if we say the kingdom come, it means it's coming into your wallet as well. It's coming into your bank account. Your bank account must be redeemed in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. There's no way the kingdom will advance. Even in Jesus' time, he didn't use supernatural power and then started to walk on air. He still had to use donkey. And possibly there were taxis, donkey taxis, or donkey buses, or something that they had to use. Imagine somebody. But there were people who were supporting the kingdom. So if the kingdom, we are talking about a church that is territorial, the church that is everywhere, as the Bible tells us, Jesus moved from one village, one town to the other, from one village to the other, then... If we are going to do the same, it's going to take you to be a great supporter of the kingdom advancement. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you talk to your neighbor and say, you need to be a committed great supporter of kingdom advancement. Other people are not talking. Can you ask your neighbor, were they not talking to you? <laughs> Hallelujah. We are declaring war. War takes a lot of costs and expenses. Hallelujah. Yes. We want our nations to be changed. And it's going to take money to change them. Pastor K usually says, this church is going to walk. And the church says what? We say, this church is going to walk. And you say what? This church is going to run. And you say what? And we said, this church is going to fly. It's going to take your money to fly. Hallelujah. Then they said in the meeting, there were Africans who were sitting there. And they say, let it walk, pastor. We refuse to be cartooned that way. Hallelujah. We have rewritten history already. We, we are the first church to buy a building in the city. Yeah. I said we are the first city to buy a building in the city. It's a true story. You can go and check their records. Anyone who claims it, go and check their records. Without foreign money, students. You know, they say our children is student church. Uh, you, you, know, you remember my, anyway, let me quote his name. Me and a friend of mine, his church was called Jemeli. You know Jemeli? You don't know Jemeli? Jemeli was a TV program. I, I don't remember which TV. You know, it was just children dancing and all of that. So his church was called Jemeli. And do you want to know what my church was called? Mushroom. <laughs> they called my church Mushroom. You know, you know Mushroom? You wake up in the morning, it's there. If you are not wise, you'll say, when I come from the bush, I'll pick it up. 
By the time you come back, the thing has died and is flat on the floor. So somebody was saying, ah, Emmanuel, that guy is mushroom. It's what? Mushroom. He just sprang up. Look at him. They just sprang up. The friend that they said is just Jameli. He's big as well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This kingdom shall move forward. This kingdom shall take territory in the name of Jesus. This kingdom shall advance in the name of Jesus. And you will be part of that glory in the name of Jesus. Yes. We are going to fly and it's going to take money to fly. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And lastly, so that we move to the other things, our inheritance is the nations. The reason why we want territorial church, we want nations to come. The Bible says, I looked and there was every, every nation, every tongue. All people have gathered to come and worship the Lord. The Bible says, how will they hear if the word is not preached? How will they hear if the, the word has not been preached to them? How will the word be preached if there is no preacher? So somebody must be a preacher. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, we are going to preach. We are going to preach. Our inheritance is nations. The book of, uh, the book of Psalms chapter 2, verse 8, it says, ask of me. Can you say it? Ask of me. There it is. Can we read it together? I want to go. Ask of me and I will make nations your inheritance. And the ends of the earth is your choice. Ask of me. The only thing we need to do, may your kingdom come. May your will be done here on earth. May I be part of the great commission. May I be what? Part of the great commission. You'll never die of hunger. You'll not die of modern sickness when you are doing the kingdom. Hallelujah. He says, ask of me. What have you asked? He says, some of you do not have because you have asked nothing. Somebody say, no, I need hairstyle. You are still in the, you are behind. Hairstyle is, is not anything to ask. It's already been provided for. Your hair is designed to last. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He says, ask of me what? Nations. Somebody says, oh, I need money for flight. You haven't started to leave. You haven't started what? Many years ago, I had a young woman who came, was staying somewhere here in the city. And when we said, she was crying, oh, my rent. I don't have rent money. So I said, I'm going to open your eyes. You don't need you don't need to be worried about rent. So I open the eyes and say, ah, I didn't see it that way. I say, it's because you're not in the kingdom. You are part of the system. So the system, it's its own people. You work, and when you reach 60, they give you a watch and say, thank you for wasting your time. So use the system of the world to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Go and work there, but it is your field. It's your harvest field. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Can you tell your neighbor, we inherit nations. Not silver and gold. Yes. We inherit eternal wealth. Yes. We inherit nations. Hallelujah. Ask of me and I'll give you 
nations for your inheritance, the end of the earth for your position. What is it that you want as your position? Can you ask your neighbor, what is it that you want as your position? Do you want gold? Do you want diamond? You have not started to dream. Your dream is too small. Yeah, your dream is too small. If, if the only thing you are thinking is the car, you are too far. Because the book of Matthew chapter 6 tells us that all these things pagans need. Those who do not know God, that's what they live for. We have a better life. We don't live for this. These things, they love us. Can you tell your neighbor, these things, they love us. We use them. They are just instruments we use. Hallelujah. Yes. Our identity is not in them. But our identity is in God. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. Sing a bank, who look? Don't you